<laughs> oh yeah, you got so wait a minute, Mr. John Rosenberg on the mic talking about catfishing. Do you have some stories? First of all, oh, let me man, ask you I have this. A plethora of stories, man. <laughs> give me, start? Where give, I start, man? give me one of them that do you have something recent or something from long ago? That's what I'm interested in. I'm gonna in. give you a recent one. It was not really a catfish, it was half a catfish, I call it. Half a catfish. Half a catfish. All right, let's check this out. What happened? I just made that term off, off the top of my head. <laughs> But half a catfish. <laughs> I like it. You met, right? You met, right? You, you thought what you know what they were was not that totally the opposite what they, they stated they were. So I met this chick right online. So mm -hmm. she she keep bugging me to come see her. But I live in Florida, so she live. I'm like two. I live in Jacksonville, so Jacksonville. Okay. I'm familiar with Florida. Jacksonville. Yeah, I know Jacksonville. It's up. It's up. It's a little higher up. You yeah. know, around yeah, the. Yeah. Florida. Yeah. So. Uh, she's in Orlando. She's like, why don't you go? Well, we ain't got this weekend. And I said, sure, cool. That sounds like a good idea. So I pick up. How long ago that, that is? Let me just, let's get everybody comfortable with this. Oh, that was like a month ago, two months ago. Okay. But did you drop? About two, three months ago. Okay. 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 But, but catfishing is very real. But this lady happened to be a crackhead. <laughs> so, that's a surprise beyond, this is my this is the first of my lifetime first first ever so I pulled up to a driveway so she got up she, she was driving with me she was carpooling with me so she said I want something to drink I'm kind of stressed out you know it's Friday night you know people get stressed out yeah sure from work so I'm like, yeah, you know me, you know, I get stressed out too sometimes. So she's like, do you get stressed out? I said, yeah, you know, that's human nature. We all get stressed out. So she said, let's go to the store and get some drinks. I said, sure, let's go to the store. So we put up to a gas to a 7-Eleven. So apparently I need a gas. <laughs> so I put, we pull up to the 7-Eleven. Lo and behold, she changed her mind. She's like, you know what? It's kind of late. It's, it's midnight. It's, it's midnight. So... Daytona's only 45 minutes from Orlando. So I'm like, well, you know, I'm doing all the driving, so what's the big deal? But she said, let's go to a friend's house to go get something. So I stood in the car. I didn't get out the car. Oh, pitch black. <laughs> so interesting. I'm not from Orlando. So it's a back road. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm trying to connect the dots. So I'm like, why she take me to this, this person's <laughs> house? So come to find out I was a dealer. Of course. <laughs> Rocks while you're waiting out there, man. This could have ended so bad. <laughs> so, wait, at what point did you find out what the hell was going on? No, come so when we so I took her home. Oh, so, she wanted to go home. <clears throat> so we pulled up to the driveway. So, we were outside talking. It was it was raining that day, that night. Oh, man, so I said, okay, let's. And then before uh, before you know it, she took out the quiet part. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> she couldn't wait. Ah! So she's like, you know, can you just keep me for a minute? I mean, in the car now. So she took the crap out from her purse. I'm like, this is, I'm dreaming right now. This must be a movie. Yeah, exactly. With the cameras, because you got caught on candid camera, man. That's, that's out of control. <laughs> that's out of control. Wow. Dude, listen, I couldn't believe it. I said, yo, this must be a dream, because I just, I've heard stories like that before, but never happened to me. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, I'm kind of stressed out. I'm just you was going to smoke uh, cigarettes and maybe some weed. I don't know. I don't smoke, so I don't know. 
So she pulled out a crack pipe. I'm like, what the hell? Man, she was really stressed said, oh, out. I didn't, I didn't tell you, you know, I smoked crack every now and then. I said, no, <laughs> every now and then, that's the best. <laughs> every now and then, I smoke a little crack. I'm like, this is not wine. This is not <laughs> Just every now and then. I'm smoking crack. This is a hard drug. Holy, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Said, no, the way she said it to me, no, the way she said it to me was nonchalant. Yeah, of course. Like, every now and then. Every now and then, you know. Every time I get stressed out, I smoke. I'm like, no wonder you don't have a boyfriend. Now I see why. You're a crackhead. You're a crackhead. God damn, man. And there was no indication. Man, my coworker's dad a field day on me, man. <laughs> so I told one of my boy when I get back to, to work, he's like, yo, how was the date? How, how, was, how, was, how was she? I said, man. Man, <laughs> crackheads.com. <laughs> this like shit. There's a crackhead. I said, what? You could have got one here in Jacksonville. <laughs> like, yeah, you're exactly. Right. You're right. You're right. You don't have to go that way. So you tell me you took four hours <laughs> to go meet a crackhead. To go meet a crackhead. And was squished in your car. I was so embarrassed, man. I was so embarrassed. But you know what? That's it what happens. It, it, it does, but how do you really know who somebody is out there? You have no idea until you actually meet You don't them. know, man. We take technology, man. There's a lot of avatar, man. You know that. Yes. You, know, you, don't know the you, know, you, you got Instagram, and, you know, you have all those. Because um, the way we grew up, I don't know how old are you, but I'm in my 40s. Man. I'm in my 40s, too. So, in, indeed, you know. So, so we didn't grow up with technology like that. You know, technology is so fast, man. Everything moved like a, a millisecond. You know, everything's so fast. Exactly. Everything can go viral with a, a split a second. So now you have a lot of avatars on, you know, Facebook, you know, all, all those dating websites. Yeah. And you go there, you meet somebody. And I always tell women that, you know, I said, do your, do your homework because a lot of time they're catfishing you. They are. Now, here's a simple. If, if you say you're from Orlando and you don't know what the east side or west side of Orlando is, Nick, I'm like, man, you're catfishing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if you live in Orlando, you know the east from the west. You should know the the major You would know. Highway. You would know. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I, you know, you know unless you're born yesterday, or you just. I said, "Oh, you catfishing." No. You say you live in New York City. You don't know Manhattan. You catfishing. Right. <laughs> There's no way you live in New York City. You don't know Manhattan. Right. Exactly. You you got to know Brooklyn. <laughs> if you ain't go there or go to like the Italian joints, you got to know about. Yeah, so you have to give me a list of all the boys, man. You have to know all the boys. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn, you have to give me all five of them. You have to give me all five. All five, that's you it. it on, like, nah, you hear from New York, bro. I'm like, no, you can't fish. You must be in Africa. You might be in Mexico somewhere. But you can't fish. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the other thing, man. Do not give no bank account information out there. <laughs> you know what? Oh, man. No, no. The thing is, they, they target old people. You know, old people that yes. are vulnerable. Yes. So I was at a lady of mine I, was, I used to work with. And that's how her mother got catfished. What? Uh, with this Nigerian Nigerian dude. Don't um, sell me. It's a Nigerian too. God fell into the like. Yeah, but but oh. the thing is that they're not only Nigerian. They they from different. They're from uh Philippines. They're from the Philippines. They're from East India. Yeah, Indian too. Be catfishing you, my friend. They be catfishing. They'll get you. Indian catfishing you too. Yeah, man. Now, like, you know what it is? If they're smart people in poorer countries, and of course, they're going to get up on the yeah, technology. The thing is that you have to understand that it's a hustle. It's yes. A hustle. What they do is, I don't Nigeria primarily. In Nigeria, if you Google it, there's a cafe to go to, right? Like mm -hmm. A big cafe. Like, you can go with your iPhone, with your smartphone, or your laptop, and then you can communicate with people throughout the world to send you money. There you go. 
So <laughs> they were asking for a gift card. They asked you for I. They asked you for a whole bunch of stuff. That, like you like that's not usually you know you like that's not when somebody's asking for a gift card and phone card like we do you not from here. Yeah no <laughs> like, yeah, yeah that's, that's, phone card. <laughs> that's definitely something wrong with that situation. So there's the bottom line where you start getting them requests for things especially yeah, phone card i iTunes cards and all those things. Those are the things you got to look out for. When somebody requests for iTunes card, phone card, or when they request that their mother died, their sister died, or they'll tell you that they're the only infant, they, they are, they are orphaned. So you're like, what? Really? Oh, how much money do you want? Oh, send me $300. Oh, hell no. I, I hell no. Just bye-bye. Yep, that's it. You just got to end it quick. Yeah, end yeah, it quick. because a lot of times, you know, they, they're so slick with it, they, they'll, they'll play with your emotions. They're like, oh, man, you know. They give you those sob stories, like my mother died, or my mother's in the hospital, I'm a foreign student, I need plane tickets to get back to the States. I'm like, really? So how did you get there? You, you walk over there to Nigeria? Did you right. You bought a one-way ticket? You just, no way. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you be like, Papa, you just fly. I'm like, you're a bird, you fly. You flew to Nigeria, you just stop wrapping your, your hands and fly. But you know what? I tell you something, John. Wait a minute. I tell you something though. You, 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 streetwise, man. I don't, I don't. Did you grow up being born in America? Because you sound like you from another country, maybe. Because you got the smarts. You know, all around the world, I think the other name for like stupid is American. Americans, like they think they, Americans. The thing about American is that they're so, they're so um, not. I don't trust them. I won't say the word dumb. It's not dumb. It's trust, they, they, right? It's they like trust. No, no better. Because a lot yes. of time, because, you know, we're so sheltered. American people yes. are so sheltered. So yeah, if like you're I, here, you grew up here, and you don't do the due diligence to look at other places. You know, there's a big world out there. And I was talking to my Yeah, it's a big world. You know Some of these people, they never leave their states. They better leave their city they were born. So exactly. they're very, exactly. very sheltered. So that's why you have to open their eyes. I'm like, yo, there's a way bigger world out there, bro. I'm like, yeah, they're used to technology hey. now. We can communicate with people in different parts of the world in a snap of a finger. But we that's didn't what have I get that, you. We didn't have that back that's in the nineties. You. you didn't have that back <laughs> in the eighties when you grew up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we they were like all the scams. We didn't have Twitter. We didn't have uh, Instagram. Now you can FaceTime with somebody across the world. Yeah, and and the beauty about that, though, is once you FaceTime, you kind of know who the person is. But, like, what I was talking about is I'm Romanian, personally. I I, I was Romanian. Uh, My parents came. Yeah, Eastern Europe. So that's a bad zone. That's a bad zone, man. I'm telling you. That's a rough zone. (laughs) Yeah, and they, you know, they got a lot of hackers out that country. I'm not surprised because when I was a kid back then, man, with the Romanians, they had all, like, that's how I learned about all the black market stuff. Like, you couldn't get away from it. Because the black market is very heavy. Yes. It's the communist country. Yeah, sure. When things. Like Slovakia. Yes. Slovenia. Yep, that's all those Ukraine, those uh, countries. It's a little embarrassing. That's the rough part of Europe, man. That's yeah, then nobody have money. You you gotta make the money, right? Like you gotta come up with a yeah. way to make the money. So they hustle, man. The only way they can, unfortunately. Yeah, I grew up in New York City, so I know a lot of Romanian. I've been a lot of Russian. So oh, you grew up in New York? That's funny because I, I I live in New York. I am right now on East Fifty Second Street. Are you Coney Island? Because a lot of Russian in Coney Island. 
There are a lot of Russians in Pony Island, but I do not, I do not live there. I do not go to dentists. Do not. But let me tell you something. Do not go to a Coney Island dentist because I heard some stories, man. Those Russian dentists. They work out of their apartments. No, let's not. Let's not bring up. The Russian. I had a Russian chiropractor. He was about six five. Wow. Wow. I mean, he was buff. And yes. I was teasing. I'm like, yo, dude, you look like a bodybuilder, bro. He said, no, my friend. You know, back what in the day, you know, I was in the military. He was an ex-military. I was like, man, I'm wow. not as big as well. Yeah, 250 and 6'5". Catfishing is real. Catfishing is real, man. I, I'm, I'm glad. I, I just picked that topic. but yeah, It's no. a real issue, man. It's a serious There's issue. A lot of people getting catfished, man. And... I don't know. I know you've been catfish before. What's your story about catfish? I don't have a story about being catfish because I'm not on the internet that much. I I met my wife when I was young, so we got I got married okay. at 25. Well, made you like to marry young? Yes. No, no, I met her in uh, college. Thank you for asking. She's Japanese, actually, so I'm Romanian Japanese. Oh, I do have some Japanese. I don't know how I fooled her, but lucky for me, she's uh, still being fooled. So let's not let her know. <laughs> she's uh, she, she's she's great. No, no, you know what? That's my dad. He had the drinking stuff. Me, I never got into the drinking. Your dad had like two big two big pans in the house. Man, I'm telling you, he used to have this. Uh, they used to make it at home. You know, like the moonshine, Romanian. Moonshine is yeah, made of Yeah, I know a lot of Russians they do that, man. They yeah, they do that moonshine. They won't like, drink nothing else in this. Dimitri. Hey, Dimitri, go get the moonshine down the basement, you know? Yes, 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 boss. Of course, I have much moonshine for you. Duh. I got much more moonshine. It's funny that you say Dimitri. I thought you were talking to my best friend. My best friend is Dimitri. I'm like, what? How's he know Dimitri? Dimitri, that's the favorite name. Is Dimitri? Dimitri. Hello. Oh, you know what's happening? Yeah. Check this out. To the end of this conversation, because it's on the red, bro. I guess we got a minute left. Oh man, they only give you fifteen minutes. Only right? fifteen minutes. I like I said, catfish, catfish, catfishing is real, and a lot of people they have to do their homework. Um, if you ask a person a random question, they don't know how to answer it. They more than more than likely they're not from that area, and you must you are. Yeah, you know what? That's the thing. Everybody off with cat- you gotta ask if- local. Get serious and stay away from buying it. Yeah, that's why I tell people. That's my advice to people. Just say do your this, um, just do your research on that on, on on what they're talking about, where they're from. If they cannot be, if they cannot tell you a good story about where who they are, where they're from. And out of ten times they're catfishing. Yep. So that's my take on that. I guess our time is up. Um, yeah, welcome yeah. to the podcast, man. This is John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville. We were talking about Trump. What's your take on Trump administration so far? Um, I'm trying to uh be objective about Trump. He obviously gets a lot of negative media attention. I try to see uh probably the good things that he's trying to do, but Really, uh, I'm interested in the the effect he's having on uh, the United States and the world. That's kind of an interesting phenomenon. But uh, yeah, I understand what you're coming I, from. But what I'm saying is just like um, there have been a lot of allegations against him lately, uh, primarily with the Russian, with the FBI director he just fired. 
So there's a lot of stuff coming out about, you know, investigation pending against him that might backfire against him moving forward to the next election. So do you think moving forward, do you think you'll be reelected as president or would you, what you think? What's your take on it? get reelected i do i think um i think this this russian uh this uh go ahead do i think the russian uh, allegation might be a kryptonite for him because uh i know that he's been doing no I... with the russians for a long time now for decades uh allegedly, allegedly he has but so. uh, yeah. well he's he's a he's a businessman so he would have uh you know uh, business interests well, abroad uh but as for as for him colluding to uh with the russians i mean that's just demonstrably false if you if you uh consider how the foreign relations with russia have been uh, the accusation he's like Putin's puppet is just, it's incorrect. He, if he was Putin's puppet, he would not be, Trump would not be arming Ukrainian rebels. He wouldn't be bombing Syria. Uh, he wouldn't be imposing sanctions on Russia, drawing out diplomats. Um, don't you know, okay, by him taking those actions, don't you think they might backfire against him? Because remember, 2013, he was against uh, Obama going to Syria. I don't know if you remember that. I don't know if you recall that in his tweets. And actually, they have post all his tweets from 2013. He was saying to Obama, what's the sense of going to, to Syria? We have no business of going there. My take on it is that they have built a pipe from Iraq to Syria. And the Saudis, see, there's two people that's going to get us in this world. The Saudis and the first is Israel, because Israel run this government. And let's be clear on that. You can't bypass that. The Zionist Jews, they run this government. And that they have a very strong hold on this government. That's why we cannot do it, what we want to do. Because they dictate what we do uh, around the world. So my advice to Trump is he has to be very careful about attacking Syria because that's going to backfire against him moving forward. And Russia is already over there and China's over there. And Iran is over there. So they have, the, Assad already got the backup because Assad, the idea they're there is for the pipeline. Because I told you back in, I don't know how much you know about over there, about the Syrian uh, conflict. Um, during Bush senior administration, right? Are you listening? Yep, they I'm had here. built a pipeline that it was going to connect it to Turkey and connect it to Europe. And the Saudi was going to fund that. The Saudi's king was going to fund all that stuff. And America was going to build it. You understand? With, with France and mm -hmm. England. So, therefore, it's, all about, it's a business transaction. You know, they don't really care about the Syrian people in retrospect. It's a business transaction, but that's why Assad is very adamant about America coming over there and dictating, you know, the, you know how to run their country. And which I, I agree with him on that part, on that front. But the American people doesn't know because we get a lot of fake... So we don't get the nigga greedy what's really going on behind closed door. You and I know that. Yes. Well, I think the Middle East is, is a complicated issue. Um, um, we have, we have uh, contained ISIS. Uh, 
through arming certain rebels and stuff. ISIS is pretty much contained. Uh, they haven't been an issue. You really think so? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, basically what we've done in the Middle East, when I say we, I mean the Western world, us and France and, and Britain, we, we've drawn these arbitrary lines in the Middle East. So these borders over there have never developed organically, you know, and, and you have a lot of uh, religious ideologies and stuff. It makes it very complicated what the, what the West has been trying to do since the end of World War II. But yeah, ultimately, but that's, what, that's what I'm saying, because me, the way I look at it is that we have so many things going on here that need to be taken care of. We need to spend most of our energy on the domestic policy than uh, foreign policy. I'm not saying to, to, to forget about foreign policy. I'm not saying that. But I think our main focus should be in domestic policies. And we should focus more in our country first, then focus on what's going on over there. Because first of all, we didn't need to be over there anywhere. Let's be honest now. Let's be transparent with the people. The people are going to listen to this conversation. If it wasn't for oil, we will not be in the Middle East. You and I know that. If, it was no, if there's right. no oil there, America would not be there. You and I know that. That's a true fact. You, mm. can't, you can't refute that. You and we have we yep. will not be there fighting those wars. And Israel played a major role on that because Israel is dictating what we do. Outside this country, even inside this country, they're still dictating. Um, because most of the head of state, they're just puppeteers. They're not really making any decision behind closed doors. You understand? So right. on the forefront, we get the, this, this, this facade that they're making decisions. But in the back door, they're not making no decisions. People are telling them what to do, what not to do. And I know for a fact, Israel had this, Israel's on that pushing Trump to attack Syria. I can guarantee you that. And then that's going to backfire against Israel because Iran don't even like Israel. And all that in Russia don't like Israel either. So they know Israel is a bully in the Middle East and America's always back up Israel and that's going to backfire against America moving forward. That's why I say it's best for us to stay out of it. We move our military out of that front line and put them here, or put them somewhere else. Because you have to realize that we have about 900 bases around the world. That's too much bases. We don't need all those bases, man. We don't need them. Right. And a lot of that money, we spend trillions of dollars on, on a monthly basis in Iraq or Afghanistan. We can spend that money here in America, man. Don't you think that would be a better, a better investment for our future? Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that, uh, I think, I can't say for sure because it's hard to read Trump's mind and predict what he's going to do. But it's I really think that he. Uh, That's the problem. He's a. If we, he, he has mentioned he has mentioned drawing troops out of Syria and he has put a focus on our border by um, activating National Guard to work. Hey, I'm fine with that. The, the war focus on immigration issue. I know you want to put national. Uh, uh, you want to patrol the border? I'm fine with that. You always want to secure a border. I'm cool with that. But the wall, I think that's that's pushing it too much. We're not going to spend fifty billion dollars of tax money, taxpayer money, on the wall, man. That that's not that's that don't make sense. You and I know that. Well, the because you cannot stop the economics coming here. They have under the underground tunnel. They they, they sneak in every day of the week, so they they're gonna come either way. So you can minimize them right. coming here because we share a border with Mexico. 
but you cannot stop them. You're not. That's, that's going to be an uphill battle. You can't stop them. They're going to come here, whether you like it or not. But yeah. for you to spend $50 billion of our tax money, that's ridiculous. That's just idiotic to me. Well, the economics is, of it is complicated, but there has been a couple of uh, proposals of what we could do to pay for it. And, and one of them would be to uh, Im impose a... a um, uh, it's not called a tariff. It's called a, a it's called a value added tax or something. I forgot the name of it. It's not a tariff, but if we okay, uh, okay, bring, put okay, the, spring, since you brought that up, so what you think about the tariff on China? I don't think that's a good idea either, because those mid, uh, those people in the Midwest, those farmers that vote for Trump in the Midwest, they're gonna they're not gonna vote for him next election because they're all pissed off right now because of the tariff. Oh, sure, they'll vote for him. China. So what's your take on that? What you think about that? Well, he's got, he's got, he's going to play tough with China, and he actually has a good relationship with China. Uh, the Chinese people kind of respect him as a, a deal maker. Um, so him imposing tariffs on China, and they slap back with tariffs. It, he's 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 showing that he's not going to back down easily, um, and you don't want to back down to the Chinese. I'm not saying to um, back down. Not... You have to have a standard. You have to hold your ground. I'm not saying backing down, but it's the way about. He's the way he's going about doing it because you have to understand America. China is a number one trader with America. They're number one. They, they buy a lot of stuff from mm -hmm. America. Vice versa, we buy, we buy a lot of stuff from China. You go to Walmart. You walk into Walmart. Ninety-five percent of the stuff there is from China. Okay, so mm -hmm. you cannot dispute that. You can dispute it. But what I'm saying is by raising the tariff against China and China too, they also raise their tariff against American now. The American, especially the farmers in the Midwest, they don't not gonna feel the, the, the blunt of this um, uh, proposal. They don't not gonna feel the pain. And then they're gonna be they, they're already speaking out about it. If you watch YouTube, there's a lot of videos about that stuff. And they're really pissed off and they're gonna really be mad next election because that's gonna backfire against them moving forward. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, I, I think a lot can happen now between the next election, but ultimately, I, I think that Trump will get reelected. I think that um, he'll he'll still have his base, and um, you know, one of the you know more nefarious look at it well, could it be me. Who's the it depends who's the challenger. It depends who the Democrat bring up forward. So I don't know who they're going to bring forward. That remains the, the to be seen. That remains to be seen. But I don't want them to bring it like a veteran. A politician. I don't want to. I don't want a, a new face. But anyhow, what I'm saying is like, what you think about him closing the Russian embassy in California, and plus expelling the Russian diplomat? What is your take on that? I that was a dumb move. Oh, I think it was a good move. Uh, it shows that he's not, uh, you know, uh, Putin's little bitch, and and you know he's Putin's buddy. Uh, uh, so, I mean, it, it's good for him to do that because it totally squashes this whole Russian collusion narrative that's bullshit. And, uh, you know, I think that the was Democrats... For my, take on it. my take on it is like this. I think the, the FBI have proceeded with the investigation. And to me, I think it like that was a Hail Mary he just threw up. You know, you don't watch football. I'm going to use football analogy. That was a Hail Mary he threw up there because you know that the Russian investigation is still pending. And they're still moving forward with that. And that's why he fired the FBI director. I know they have other issues. 
between him and the FBI director. But one of the main issues that he has with him that I think he had told him to stop the investigation. He said, no, we're going to move forward with the investigation. And that's one of the reasons why. There are other reasons why he fired him, but that's one of the reasons why he got fired. Well, it looks like they're going to get him on uh, uh, actually campaign finance. Well, I don't know. Like I said, he might he he might get impeached. Don't be surprised if he does. But like I said, um, there's a lot to be seen with. And then he had that sexual scandal with the porn star, which he gave her the hush money about a hundred right. grand, allegedly. Uh, but um, that, that, got, his approval rating actually that he, that, that she they, she had the receipt now. She can refute that. She had receipts on him. She said yeah, she, she did receive the money, but she didn't sign the she didn't sign the contract. So she said she was going still going to take him to court. I don't know what I don't know if she was trying to blackmail him or whatever it is. And the Russian got stuff on him too, because from what I've heard, he got a thing for the Siberian woman. So I don't know. He found him exotic, but um, that's his that's his fetish. Yeah, I, uh, I can't uh, can't fault him on that. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you played a fifth on that too. Huh? Yeah, you know, I mean. Uh... You know, the Stormy Daniels thing, I think it's it's just tabloid bullshit. And actually, his approval rating went up um, after that, you know? Uh, I mean, but that's ultimately what they're going to get him on. Uh, we got a, well, a little under a minute left. Um, they're ultimately going to get him on some kind of campaign finance fraud related to the Stormy Daniels thing, if they get him. Um, but I still think it's going to be a long shot for them to uh, impeach him and, and get him out of office. I think we have a Republican House, Republican Senate. I just don't, I don't see it happening. You don't think you don't you don't foresee this happening? Yeah, I mean, I, it's hard to predict, but I mean, I, I I've just kind of think. You remember Nixon? Now, don't forget Nixon. Now, remember Nixon? Yeah, Nixon had a full uh, Republican House. Remember that? All right. Well, about we. And he still got impeached, so don't forget about that. Keep that in mind. Okay, uh, well, John, we're almost out of time. It was good chatting with you, and uh, uh, you too.